It's HPR, All Things Considered, and I'm Dave Lawrence with our latest Road Stories interview. And what a special guest we welcome back today. For his sixth time with us over the years and returning with a new chapter in one of his groundbreaking projects, it's guitarist John McLaughlin and Shakti. The acoustic group that originated after Mahavishnu Orchestra in the 1970s, John and Shakti are back with their first studio album in 45 years, This Moment. Continuing their pioneering fusion of Indian music, jazz, and blistering improvisations. It's renowned guitarist John McLaughlin back with us on All Things Considered. Dave Lawrence. Throwing you the shaka, the Hawaii sign for hang loose. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm hanging loose, Dave. <laughs> oh, it makes a change from just uh, hearing you on audio. Yes, it's great to see you. And look at you. You're back in that beautiful place with the exposed wood beams. And must sound so yeah, good. Yeah, it's like uh, natural. Yes, it's very you know? natural. Goes with the Hawaii uh, vibe here. But you live in a pretty natural place, too. <laughs> we do. There's, there's no question about that. No, it's beautiful. And uh, and what a great piece of music this moment. And you love public radio, but any number of people don't know anything about what they're hearing, and some people know a little. And so Shakti, uh, first time in forty five years, it fuses Eastern and Western musical traditions, reunites you with percussionist Zakir Hussein. You know, from the beginning, it was great that people like George Harrison introduced the Western ear to Indian music through the music of Ravi Shankar, but. Shakti was something different. There was violin and there was conical. The thing is, they're all monster players, Dave. Right, right. I mean, they're on my case constantly, you know. <laughs> That's what I love, really, from the very beginning. The idea of Shakti really and truly comes from a meeting I had with Zakir. In 1972, the Mahavishnu Orchestra was doing a charity concert in L.A., and the beneficiary was the Ali Akbar Khan School of Music, where Zaki was a, a teacher. Ali Akbar Khan, a legendary Indian classical musician. Yep. And he flew down from Northern California and came to the show. It was the first time he'd seen the Mahavishnu Orchestra. And he said, you know, Ali Akbar Khan Sab would love to say hello to you. So the following day, we flew back up to Northern California, San Anselmo, where Ali Akbar Khan Sab was living. I had dinner with them, and what a musician, out of this world. But we were there, that's a long time ago, Dave. Um, <laughs> 40, 50, 51 years now? 50, yes, yes, it's 50 years. <laughs> and uh, you know what they say, young and pretentious? Well, def- I was. <laughs> I had an acoustic guitar with me, Zaki had his tablet, and we kind of like said, let's jam. In front of Ali Akbar Khan, I mean, more pretentious, you die. But uh, <laughs> when you're young, who cares? You know, you just go for it. And we never played ever, Zach and I. We, we just sat down, we started playing. But within five seconds, I'm looking at him saying, I was born to play with this guy. And he felt the same. This like instant connection. And from this, subsequently, I ran into El Shankar, who was studying South Indian violin at Wesleyan University in Connecticut, where I was studying extracurricular South Indian vena. We became very friendly. But Zaki and I, we stayed in touch, even though he was teaching and I, I was touring with, with the Mahavishnu 
And at one point, 1973, I called him. I said, can you come over to New York? I want to introduce you to El Shankar, the violin player. Wow. And I asked my guru, the Vienna teacher, Dr. Ramanathan, can I borrow your Murdangam player? <laughs> and the same irrepressible exuberance came out that began with Zakir and I. And here we are, 50 years later, and it's still there. I think it'll, it'll be there until I keel over, or one of us keels over, <laughs> or we all keel over. And so this is really, in a nutshell, how Shakti started, and I think it's reason for its long life. That's a great lead-in to Wikipedia's summary of what Shakti is. The band played acoustic fusion music, which combined Indian music with elements of jazz. Well, yeah, that sums it up. <laughs> At that period, there were three Indians and me. <laughs> you know, so I'm the jazz man um, who's crazy about Indian music. The thing is, is uh, as I'm sure you're well aware, Dave, there is so much common ground between Indian music and jazz music. Sure. Principal reason, improvisation. And I'm just thrilled because I'm I'm getting up there nowadays oh. <laughs> you know, to have the opportunity to do world tour because we already did India. India. On your Facebook, there's a great photo of, uh, I'm thinking is the end of the tour, but there's this huge dinner table at some restaurant. It looks like every one of you is all lined up there. And is that a regular thing or was that like the end of tour sort of celebration? Or do you always dine together on some huge table like that? I, yes. When we can, they, those guys love to eat just like me. <laughs> Especially good Indian food, but I know good any food. <laughs> Most of us are vegetarian, so Indian food works very well. Of your favorite Indian dishes, where is alu gobi? Alu gobi, that's, that's, is that one of yours? Probably my very favorite. Uh, oh, it's way up there. Okay. It's up there, Dave. Alu gobi, I mean, potatoes and cauliflower. Very good veggie the, dish. And the delicious spicy sauce. My mouth's watering already. <laughs> okay, <laughs> just, just making sure that it was something that, that, we, uh, that we shared. Uh, you talk about putting together this unusual band. Was there ever any kind of resistance or can you remember when you hit the stage, the reaction of folks must have been an unusual thing for you. Plus, you're seated. It's not like you're standing there getting ready to, to play with Mahavishnu. Yeah, I mean, the average listener in those days, they would see like a little rising and a carpet and we come down, we sit down and it's like, well, you know, what's all this? What's all this about? You know, but the minute we start to play, they get it. But don't forget at that time, I don't know if, if, if it was really a long time before your time, but the idea of concerts in those days was contrast. Yeah. Shakti used to play opposite Blue Oyster Cult, a more conflicting concept. But the promoters those days was like, let's expose people to different kinds of music so they can discover something it was a very different attitude yeah the attitude today is oh you've got a fusion band so let's have another fusion band it was the opposite in those days there's posters that illustrate exactly what you're talking about perhaps the most odd of all bills you mentioned it to me once years ago but it was in april of 77 
you did a series of concerts in Germany. I believe they were the Easter concerts or something it was called. Cologne, Nuremberg, a few other cities. And check this lineup out in order of headlining from the top. Black Sabbath were the headliner. John, McLa- yeah. John McLaughlin Shakti underneath. <laughs> the Ian Gillen Band, and that's the singer from Deep Purple. ACDC, <laughs> Doctors of Madness, <laughs> and Caravan, all on one bill, but you guys right before Sabbath. R- really, I remember it very well. And we were a little nervous. <laughs> we would go and we would get up on our little little riser and sit down. But the beat would start and we'd have these guys, because they would be sometimes in these arenas, you know, no seats, <laughs> where the people are standing up. <laughs> and after a minute... They'd be like, you know, like, ah, oh. Getting it. They'd be in it. And we were really gobsmacked, <laughs> I would, can you say, to see this, but in a very heartwarming way. Sure. Because when you see these heavy metal dudes, you know, almost banging their heads on the stage because they're, they're into the rhythm. I mean, it was wonderful. So there never was any kind of conflict between any of the bands or any of the audiences because it's like, hey, whatever, you know? And there's a lot of climactic improvisation that would go back and forth between the guitar and violin, stuff that rock fans could very easily uh, grasp onto. Yep. If it was rocking, it was rocking. And Shakti is rocking. It's guitar legend John McLaughlin. And from his Indian connections with Shakti, tomorrow we'll turn to The Rock and two of the most famous rock guitarists ever, Eric Clapton and the late Jeff Beck. Find today's segment and links to get it as a podcast at hawaiipublicradio.org slash roadstories. And join us tomorrow for the conclusion with John McLaughlin. I'm Dave Lawrence.